Welcome to All Access Network Podcast. So excited that you decided to join us. You will absolutely love and you're in for a treat for today's guest. Uh, we are on a mission to positively impact the world through sports and culture. We're a multimedia network, we're a YouTube channel, uh, a podcast, and we also have live shows. Uh, if you haven't followed us on YouTube, you can find us at uh, All Access Network. If you haven't followed us on Twitter, you can find us at All Access underscore net, uh, where we also do some of our live shows uh, along with Facebook at All Access Network. But so excited to have you with us today. Uh, we love for people to be able to write their story, uh, leave their mark, and create their legacy. We're on a mission. We appreciate you joining us. And again, please share, like, and subscribe uh, whenever you get a chance. And stay on this journey with us. It's going to be an awesome ride. I want to take time to acknowledge one of our partners, Rising Coaches. Every coach wants to rise in their career in one way or another. We're all looking for professional development, access to tools, and relationships that can help us grow and help us advance in our career. Rising Coaches provides just that. You can visit Rising Coaches at www.risingcoaches.com. Their memberships are just $10 a month and provides a genuine community to help you grow and advance in your career. College basketball heat check. We're back at it again. Eli B, what up, homie? What's up, man? It's been a long time coming, but we're back. I know. We're back at it again. Season two, uh, episode one. So it's, it's it's a whole new move right now. We've, we've never had a player guest on heat check. This will be our first player guest. You can get a little bit of a clue, at least what team they're from by the background, but you don't know which, which player. We actually have new awards, too, which we'll get to later on, but this is one of our uh, – Heat check players of the week because he's so on fire, as is his team. Um, I know this young man pretty well. I got to coach and train his brother. Uh, he's from the same city that I'm from. I attempted to recruit. I recruited him. I attempted to sign him. Coach Ali Farouk Manesh was better at it than I was, as was Coach Nico. They made the right decision and got it done. Uh, one of the best point guards in the country, hands down. We have Isaiah Stevens joining the show from Dallas-Fort Worth. Isaiah, what up, homie? What's going on? How y'all doing? Man, good to have you, man. Good to have you. Representing the DF Dub, man. Mountain West. <laughs> yes, What's sir. Up, man? Yes, sir. Appreciate y'all for having me. Yeah, glad to have you. I'm gonna let I'm gonna let Eli kick it off and I'm gonna move out of the way. I'm gonna give him a quick ISO. <laughs> yeah, so Isaiah, nine and zero start to this season. Obviously, you guys are getting a lot more traction nationally and with all these wins piling up. What's What's been special about this year's team? How has it been different than last year's team? And, and just how has this all come together? Uh, man, for me, I just honestly think we just have matured as a team. You know, uh, the core of our team and the surrounding pieces have been together for multiple years now for the most part. And I feel like that's playing a huge dividend in, to our success uh, out there on the floor. And, it, man, it's been fun so far, but still got a long season ahead of us. So uh, we got to stay disciplined and keep working. How do you feel the the chemistry factors come together with all you guys now spending multiple years together? Do you do you feel like you are, are closer friends on and off the floor? Do you get the sense that there's just more camaraderie within the team? Uh, for sure. I feel like our friendship stemmed back to when we first got here. Uh, and then the chemistry on the court, that takes some time. But 
like like you just said, off the floor, man. Uh, we're like the closest of friends, man. Really like brothers. Uh, a lot of us live together. Uh, everyone on our team stays with somebody else on the team, so that's really cool. And then we always hang out with each other and we talk to one another. And I feel like that can be very underrated uh, within locker rooms and stuff. Uh, we don't have any clicks or anything like that. Anybody can hang out with anybody and have a conversation with anybody on the team. And so uh, I feel like that's really special in our locker room. Isaiah, you got this movement going on, man. You got this movement from Texas. All these Texas guys on the roster now. What's up with that, man? You started this thing, got these Texas guys in the roster. Tell me what that's like having uh, – Really, more so, just DFW guys on the roster. Yeah. What's what's that like? And then, what does DFW basketball mean to see so many guys that you grew up with and that are representing your city across the country uh, and in the Mountain West, but across the country in college basketball? What's that been like? It's really cool to see. Uh, like you said, we got multiple DFW guys uh, with myself, Jalen Lake, Baylor Hill, and a couple other Texas guys with Chandler Jacobs, Trace Young, and so. Uh, I feel like that's just where the athletes are. Uh, if you want to build your team up, you got to go to the to the great state of Texas, man. And so uh, it's just been really cool to see. And a lot of us can relate to one another. You know, we know yeah, the same yeah. people. We played in the same gyms, played against one another, all that different stuff. So no uh, yeah. it's been a pretty fun experience. And uh, what, what, what do you? What is it? What is it about DFW? What is it about Texas and Dallas Fort Worth that? has so many players like yourself. Like, what got you ready for this level? You won a state championship as a junior, which we'll talk about next, too. Uh, what is it about Texas basketball, you think? Because Eli's always giving me a hard time. He's like, you're always <laughs> You love your Texas guys. I mean, man. I have to. It's just for good reason. <laughs> We're calling it new man. right now. Uh, extremely competitive, man. Uh, everyone takes it so serious down there. I feel like that's the separator. Uh, and everyone plays one another from an early age, you know. Uh, all the guys in the NBA that have made it, uh, all the guys that are still playing high-level college basketball, uh, we've all played against one another on a weekend-to-weekend basis. And uh, I feel like it's only right that the cream rises to the top eventually. And so when we uh, compete as much as we did growing up, uh, I feel like that's why you see so many guys having success uh, at the next level. No doubt. So much depth as far as the talent as well. Yeah. Um Talk about winning, Isaiah. What is it about? So they sold a dream to you. You came to Colorado State, new staff. Uh, they hadn't necessarily had this level of success, had went through a – really, when I was in the Mountain West, I think right before you got in, I was at Fresno State. Colorado State was toward the bottom, uh, had an interim head coach, was trying to figure out how to just piece it together. What made you sign up? What was the pitch? And what is it about Isaiah Stevens that just allows you to win a state championship now you're winning with Colorado State at a high level. What would you say to those two things? Uh, well, first, uh, the recruiting pitches, man. I talk to Ali and Coach Bevett about this all the time. Uh, I, I don't know what they were selling me. Uh, but whatever <laughs> it was, looking back at it, I, I went for it, man. Uh, and like I talked about with the DFW, uh, extremely competitive group of coaches uh, that want to win, that want to play the right way, uh, that truly care about you as a person. And I feel like that translates onto the floor over time, you know. And so uh, it's been a really cool experience playing for these guys. Uh, like you said, we're having success. And when winning is the most important thing in your program, uh, eventually things are going to start to line up for you. Uh, I feel like we didn't get all that success maybe right away like we had hoped. But we definitely got the ball rolling in the right direction right away. And so uh, looking back at it, that was pretty cool. 
And then, and then people are Jeff Goodman, I believe, uh, and others are talking about you being one of the best point guards in the country now, which I think you've been that, but people are paying attention more because the team is winning more. I know you're a humble guy, so it may be hard for you to say, but there's a track record that says this guy's winning as an underclassman in Texas with all these guys, with all these stars and all these ratings. Uh, here this guy comes from Allen, Texas, making all this noise, and next thing you know, he's doing the same thing in college basketball. What is it like for you that goes into winning for you personally? I know you grew up in a competitive family. Your older brother played college basketball, South Alabama, played pro, and now he's doing some elite-level training in Dallas. What is it uh, that that allows that to go down, you think? Man, uh, I think it was just – honestly, I think it was just the way I was raised, man. Uh, I've said this on numerous accounts that uh, my dad wasn't the biggest fan of participation awards. Uh, you know, he was like, either you win or it's a learning experience. And so right. uh, losing is a part of it, so I'm not oblivious to that at all, and nor do I get too down if I do lose. But – uh, I feel like it's just a fun feeling, you know, and when you're winning, everybody gets a piece of the pie and everyone has success and everyone gets the recognition, everyone gets the shine. And so I feel like it brings the team even closer together uh, if you go by winning, winning the right way. And I feel like uh, we've been able to do that here uh, so far at CSU. Yeah, for sure. For sure. I'll get let Eli get a couple more. Yeah, a little discussion about your older brother and the basketball success that he's had. What's your bond and relationship like with him, and, and how has he helped Molly your game either on and off the floor, and, and just kind of what role has he played in your life? Man, uh, that's my right-hand man. Uh, my best friend, my older brother, uh, my mentor, my therapist, uh, all of the above. And so uh, Barrington for me is a guy that I know I could go to uh, no matter the situation. Uh, he was a really good basketball player, uh, extremely skilled, uh, very powerful, very quick. And so uh, as I'm a kid, I'm eight years younger than him. And so as I'm a kid watching his games, I'm like, man, I want to be just like that when I grow up. And, you know, obviously, uh, I personally don't think we play necessarily the same, but uh, I'll be lying if I said I didn't take uh, a lot of his game and try to piece it into mine. And so uh, he's definitely been a huge blessing for me in my life. So the the highlight that did the rounds over this week, and I'm sure you, I'm sure you know where I'm going with this. But when you uh, split the screen, with, I believe you went behind your back and then did the the, the pull up that kind of rimmed around and, and went in. Uh, that caught the attention of a lot of people, and it drew some comparisons. I saw, I believe, Jeff Goodman and maybe Justin Michael had had compared your skill set a little bit to Chris Paul. Is this is this accurate? Is there a particular player that you model your game after or someone you who you idolize who's playing in the NBA today? Um, man, I definitely try to be my own player for sure, but I will admit Chris Paul is my favorite player and has been for a very, very long time since I was a child. So uh, a lot of his pace, a lot of the way he dribbles, uh, his movements, his, his mid-range jumpers, his fadeaways, uh, definitely have spent a lot of time watching that. And uh, I've tried to incorporate some of that because he's had great success at the highest level. And uh, I, I love the comparison. But at the same time, man, uh, I got a long way to go uh, before I can be mentioned with him. So, What would you say that you're focusing or honing in on most with, within your game? And how do you think that impacts the team overall? Man, just being disciplined and being uh, consistent. I think uh, I'm a guy that loves to have fun on the floor. And uh, I definitely love to push the pace, a little bit of a risk taker. Uh, 
And, you know, sometimes that could be good for the team. But as I learned last year and then the year prior, like at this level, uh, it's hard to get away with more of that the, than I did in high school. And so uh, just being sound, man, just taking care of the basketball, being consistent, shooting the ball, uh, and just being even kill, uh, whether we're winning, whether we're losing. Uh, it doesn't matter if there's time on the clock, you can always make a run. And I feel like that's been the biggest thing in my growth. And then just continuing to lead my team. Uh, we got a lot of leaders on my team, and I'm obviously one of them. Uh, so being able to uh, help in any way, shape, or form, no matter who it is, uh, I feel like that's where I really wanted to grow. Talk a little bit about this team. You talked about the closeness of it. Uh, you have you have a lot of guys that decided not to jump in the portal. Obviously, you knew you guys had some success, but the portal is a huge part of college basketball. So everyone comes back. Was there recruiting meetings to get everybody back? Was it pretty much understood, like, we're not done yet? And then talk about the step that you've made from last year to this year, if you don't mind, kind of some of the individuals and, and as a team. Um, I would say, like you said, the portal is definitely a huge part of college basketball right now. And, yeah. uh, man, uh, it's almost hard to fault guys for wanting to leave and uh, try to find a different role and different things like that. but. Uh, like I said, so many of us came in together one year after one another, and the relationship we had was just bigger than maybe the individual accolades or the individual success. Uh, we love one another. We trust one another. Uh, and it's almost like you don't want to let your brothers down, you know, to a certain extent. Uh, and I feel like that was a big part of us coming back. Uh, nor do I think anybody was, like, really trying to leave. Uh, but obviously, you don't know what conversations are being had behind closed doors. And so just the fact that everyone did come, I feel, speaks uh, volumes to our team uh, and our culture and our camaraderie with one another because uh, we wanted to keep it going, you know, see how far we could really take it. And uh, I feel like that was huge for our team. And uh, our team has definitely improved individually. I feel like everyone's gotten bigger, better, stronger. Uh, I think one of the biggest ones is probably uh, Deshaun Thomas and James Moore's. Uh, our big men have taken phenomenal leaps and bounds from last year to this year. Uh, they're playing with more confidence, which for us to get to where we want to get to, yeah. uh, they're going to have to be that. And so uh, it's been just a treat for me to watch and play with those guys uh, because, you know, sometimes they don't always get the recognition that uh, some of us uh, other guys on the team may get. But uh, I can assure tell you that we won't be uh, where we are right now without them. And so, yeah. Yeah, well said. Uh, you got any funny stories about Coach Nico? And what is Coach Nico really like? Obviously, he's kind of like this mad scientist from the outside and like, you know, putting this formula together to figure out how to get this team to play at a high level. Uh, really great communicator, great energy. But obviously, he's figured out something consistently wherever he's been. He was at Colorado State as an assistant. Uh, now he's there as the head coach. What is it about Coach Nico that drives the ship? Uh, and if you do have any funny stories, please share. <laughs> Man, uh, I, it's kind of it's a pretty lengthy story, so uh, I'll kind of just touch on it a little bit. But uh, I will say Coach Nico is a pretty funny charades player, man. Uh, <laughs> we, were in, we were in Logan, Utah, uh, getting ready to play Utah State uh, last season. In between, uh, we were playing series during the COVID year. Uh, you'll play two games in three days. And so, yeah, um, we had lost, we had came off just a tough loss, man. Uh, the first night, uh, we thought we were playing hard, but just wore down over time. And 
uh, everyone was just really down because we felt like we had prepared so well uh, and it just didn't go our way. And so we were really down and Coach Medved, uh, being the coach he is, just tried to find a way to get everyone's mind off of it, you know, and just move on to the next event. And so he called like a little team meeting after film one day and uh, we ended up playing charades. And uh, I can't quite remember exactly who he had to play, but him trying to act out like another individual is probably one of the funniest things I've ever seen. And so uh, um, I'll, de I'll definitely keep that one as my story. Uh, but man, Coach Nico as a as a coach and as a person is just uh, someone you really want to play for. Like you said, a uh, uh, great X's and O's coach, uh, but a great person, man, like truly cares about you. Uh, he'll bring you to the side and just ask you about how life has been, uh, how school going, how's your family, anything away from putting the ball in the bucket, you know? And I feel like that goes a long way. And uh, especially on our team, it makes guys really want to like run through a wall for him and play hard for him because we know it's bigger than basketball with Coach Nico. Uh, and man, I, I love playing for him. Uh, obviously, he's given me a lot of freedom to go out there and be who I truly am as a player. And I can't ask for no more, especially at the college level when so many guys are dealing with some tough situations, maybe with their coach. Uh, I could truly say uh, that I've been able to come here and learn, grow, develop, uh, right. but at the same time, be who I truly am at the core. And uh, I'm, I'm extremely grateful for him taking a chance on me. Yeah, I think that is one of his gifts. It seems like he really understands how to let people be them because I think there's some outliers on your team. You have a lot of great shooting. But yourself and David Roddy are outliers as far as like you came in early, got to play and play through mistakes. Yeah. But traditionally, maybe not who people would have thought are going to be these elite level players, some of the best in the country. But he saw that early. So I think there's a vision in him, too. And then he he empowers you, still coaches you, but then he gets yeah. out of the way. So I think that's a great combination. Uh, I got sure. a couple of fun ones at the end, but I'm going to let Eli get one more before I do that. Yeah, you spoke about Nico there, and I had one last question kind of about the coaching staff as a whole. Is there I, – I can get the sense we've – B and I have had Ali uh, on here before, and we've had Nico on here before, and just kind of getting their sense of who they are and what they represent. Is there something that the coaching staff preaches or something that has, has stuck with you, whether uh, whether basketball-related or off the court, that, that you kind of take with you? Uh, one saying that Coach Nico literally says before every game uh, since I've gotten to college that has really stuck with me is play to play great. Uh, a lot of guys, a lot of teams and a lot of players go out there, uh, play to play to win, play to play not to lose. Uh, and, you know, you could get really caught up in what those sayings truly mean, but uh, go out there and play to play great. Uh, that's something that's really stuck with me. And, I think to me that just means go out there and be the best version of yourself that you can be and leave the rest up uh, in God's hands, you know, and just go out there and be who you truly are, be locked into the game plan. And why not? Well, like, why can't it be our team to go out there and uh, have a big time win against another great opponent, you know, and uh, don't be afraid to play your best ball against the best teams. And so uh, go out there and play to play great. And do you get the sense now you've got the undefeated record next to you, a lot of more national headlines coming in. Do you get the sense that there's now a target on your back or is it something that you and the coaching staff just doesn't pay attention to? Or how do, how is this different now from going your freshman year when it was more of a team that was starting to rebuild and now 
you guys really are kind of the top dog and you have that target on your back. How does how does that all work out? Uh, that's something that we actually talk about a lot because uh, you got to be real with yourselves. Uh, you can't just try to act like you're not being hunted by other teams or uh, you're not other teams biggest game that night, you know, and uh, we we one thing that we really say uh, a lot within our within our locker room is. Uh, to still be the hunter, regardless of if you're being hunted, and I feel like that's the mentality that uh, that we bring each and every day that regardless of the success we're having. Uh, you still got to have that mindset that you're hunting uh, our opponents. And so um, we definitely do have a target on our back, and we're just going to be quite frank. Uh, but that's what we came here to do. Uh, we came here to help turn this program around and be a successful winning program that gets the attention that we've uh, that we've been getting here recently. And uh, But that shouldn't take away from our preparation. That shouldn't take away from uh, our attention to detail, our level of focus that we have on a day-to-day -day basis. Uh, and, I, and so far, I feel like it hasn't. Uh, it's only ramped up even more because our coaches don't allow uh, allow it to be any other way. And so uh, I'm extremely grateful for that. Man, so I got some fun ones to end you out, okay? So we're just going to go just get to know Isaiah Stevens real quick. Who is your top five music artist that you love? Top five. Man, uh, I was actually just looking at it the other day on Apple Music. Uh, definitely got to go with Drake. Uh, G Herbo, uh, Lil Baby, uh, Gunna, and Migos. That's that's nice. my top five right there. Nice. So no throwback. All of his current. All of his current. Now Lil Wayne is my favorite rapper of all time, personally. Okay, so he's in the top five, but he's like the best, and then there's everybody else. Yeah, and then, <laughs> and then it's everybody else. But Lil Wayne is my favorite of all time. Yeah. Okay. Awesome. Awesome. What about this one's a little harder? Top five players, basketball. Who you got? Yeah, who you got? Ooh. All right, so I got Magic at the one. Okay. Uh, Jordan at the two. Brian at the three. Oh, this four spot for me always gets tricky, man. That means you got a few people you like at the four. That means Yeah, I, I do because I feel like you could – man, I think I got to go dirt for me and my team. Yeah, you got to for the uh, city. Yeah, got to, which, which is actually really crazy, and Baylor Hale gives me a lot of flack for this. Uh, I wasn't always the biggest Dirk fan, uh, but as I got older, uh, I, I just started to appreciate his greatness more. Uh, and I think that be, was because I was such a big LeBron fan growing up. When they beat LeBron in the finals, man, I was just so against the Mavericks <laughs> and Dirk. But as I got older and more mature and started really understanding the game, man, his, right. his greatness is undeniable. So uh, I'll probably have to go with Dirk at the four, be able to stretch it for us. And then... Uh, I'm going to go Shaq at the five. I liked it. I liked it. Eli, what do you think about that squad? That's a good roster, and it's it got it got some old and new flavor. I like it. It's a good yeah. mix. So is, so Magic Johnson over Chris Paul. Is Chris Paul the sixth man on that? Does he come in and just – I, I can't even lie. It's not – I got KD at the six, man, man. I like it. I like <laughs> yeah. it. I like it. So Chris Paul is your favorite point guard now, but Magic of all time is. Yeah, uh, and that's that's really just credit to my pops. That was my dad's favorite PG. So uh, when I was young, man, he used to just put on some YouTube videos uh, of Magic running up and down the floor, just making things happen and getting everybody involved and doing it with a smile on his face, you know, and truly enjoying the game, man, because I feel like sometimes we could just get caught up in the, the ins and outs. But, man, it's meant to be fun, and so keep it that way. 
Yeah, no doubt. Fort Fun. That's Fort Collins, right? Fort Fun. Yes, sir. Uh, last couple go to shoes for you. What you got? What is, what's your go to kicks? Man, on the floor, or off the floor. Both. We'll go both. So you okay. get versatility. On the floor, my favorite hoop shoes are Kobe's. Uh, it's been tough uh, being Under Armour uh, the last three years, but I've, I found me a couple shoes that I that I really do genuinely like. Uh, but I was a Nike guy growing up. Of course. Uh, I, think I, I think I saw you in Nike Outlet. <laughs> yeah, I did. I did. I remember that. <laughs> uh, Nike guy growing up, uh, AAU teams, high school team, everything was Nike for the most part. Uh, and then off the floor, probably got to go with the Jordans, man. Uh, I'm, a, nice. I'm a big sneaker guy. So I like to switch it up for sure as far as what I'm wearing. But I, I think Jordans are just a consistent go-to for me. Nice. Good nice. choice. Okay, last one uh, that I got, and we'll close you out. What if so we obviously play basketball, but if it was more baseball like or boxing like where Isaiah Stevens is coming into the gym or coming into the court, what's the sound music? What's the soundtrack of you coming? The intro music. Oh man, that's a that's a good one, man. Uh I think it's hard to go uh I guess the the Rocky theme song, man. I feel like mm-hmm. that would be a hard one to walk out to. I like that one. Uh, yeah, I, I would probably have to go with that one, especially if I'm walking into a big arena like that. That's tough. You know, and it's just me. Yeah, I'm going to go with that one. That's tough. That's tough. Isaiah, we appreciate it, man, so greatly. Uh, our player of the week, or my choice for player of the week, Eli gets his, but I picked you first, so he didn't get a chance. <laughs> I was going to say, hey, hey, not, hey. It's not his fault. He's still a fan. I'm just saying, I got to <laughs> first. So we, we appreciate you coming on, our first player guest. It's only right to do it for the city, for yes, the home. Even though I couldn't sign you, you're still family, always. <laughs> hey, it's all good, man. I appreciate you. Yeah, you know that. Any last words you got, and we'll let you go. Nah, man, I'm all good. I appreciate you guys having me once again, man. Yeah, we'll have you back at some point in time. We'll be celebrating more. Keep up the great work and keep leading the way, man. Proud of you. Yes, sir. Thank you. Thanks, Isaiah. All right, we'll let Eli wrap us up, as he always does. Yeah, yeah, Isaiah's got some old school flavor to him, doesn't he? That, that was that was cool. It's it's not many not many uh you know early twenty year old guys right now who will select Magic as their point guard, but I'll I'll give him credit for that. Um, yeah, it, it was cool. Uh, Isaiah has really developed. It's it seems like both on and off the floor since he's gotten there to to Colorado State, making that trip over from Texas, and his game has really evolved and. Uh, you know, David Roddy got so much of the headlines and rightfully so heading into the season um, right. because he's a special player in his own right. But Isaiah Stevens is one of the best point guards in the country. And I think people are waking up to that. And yep. I think this past weekend was a great indication of what he's capable of. And as long as CSU keeps winning, the, the headlines will fall. I don't think it's a, I don't think it's a, it's just a matter of time at this point. And um, he plays um, he he's he has that humility about him, but his play style is very similar to Chris Paul in the sense of the way he navigates and has sure. that mid-range game, and he's a tremendous distributor, and he just sets the table for the CSU team that's doing wonderful things, and it's it's been a really great sight to see to know how he's kind of come as this you know kind of scrawny three-star recruit, and and we could see the potential, but now that it's actually in front of our eyes, it's it's been a really great sight to see. Yeah, and I think just getting those minutes early as a freshman uh, pays off yeah. so much. You know, I think they believed in him. Uh, I knew for a fact when it was all said and done, recruiting-wise, that was by far the best place for him to go, even though he had other opportunities. And he still wasn't even quite valued on the recruiting trail the way he probably should have been, like a lot of guys. But he had a translatable game. And for him, 
Um, he's just been able to continue to add on and add on and add on. You can tell how much he loves the game. I think going back to his brother kind of being a secret weapon, you know, when you get beat up in the driveway playing against <laughs> his brother, uh, he has that chip on his shoulder still. Like, I'm still trying to prove to older brother, like, you know, I, I got this, you know. So I love that about him. And I think the bigger the stage, um, the bigger he plays. And, and it's not just about points only. The part about Chris Paul that is so similar is he just impacts winning. You know, Chris Paul, we see what he's done in the NBA. We see what he's doing now with Phoenix. Uh, I think Isaiah Stevens is just a guy he's he's going to continue to translate to winning wherever he is. And as long as he's on the floor, no matter if he's statistically playing his best game or not, he just has an it factor and an infectious. I mean, even him talking about smiling while he plays, he has an infectious nature about his teammates love playing with him. He can elevate his teammates. Uh, and it's not about his ego. He just cares about winning. So love that he's the first guy we've given this acknowledgement to. Excited to see Colorado State do big things. And uh, second semester, Eli and I will be doing the Mount West show. So we'll be talking more about Isaiah Stevens, uh, I'm sure, on a weekly basis. But uh, in the meantime, you can catch us, Apple, Spotify, YouTube, uh, and recap this episode. And we got much more to come. Thank you for joining us and welcome to the All Access Network. Be sure to follow, share, and stay connected with us on Twitter, Facebook, and Instagram. Subscribe and hit that notification bell on our YouTube channel. And don't forget to write your story, leave your mark, and create your legacy.